0: this is the be memorable podcast my name is ty erickson i'll be your host we'll be talking to the best of the best on how to be different be unique stand out from the crowd and overall be memorable Today I've got my friend and business associate, Brian Thayer on. super excited to have him on to share some knowledge with us. Uh, for nearly three decades, Brian has helped build multiple successful businesses by focusing on the things that matter most. Um, startups and multi-million dollar businesses, uh, both consult with him um, for proven strategies that he's learned over the years. His real passion is helping people achieve their personal best by teaching clues that help them innovate and succeed, which is super important right now. Brian is the CEO and founder of Pixingo.com. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And he's also the author of two books, Life Leaves Clues and The One Minute Networker. So let's go ahead and get him on. And we're on. Brian Thayer, thank you for joining us. Uh, Appreciate having you on. Uh, We got a lot of good stuff to cover. Um, if you will, real quick, just give me a quick, and I, I don't think I prepared you for this, I should have, but give me a real quick glance on on what you do and what Pixingo does. I know I already gave you an intro, um, but if you will, just kind of tell me a little bit more like the the finite details of what, what Pixingo, your company does.
1: Yeah, well, uh, Pixingo is just really a fun way to stay connected and, and stay connected longer, you mm-hmm. know, uh, a text or an email that lasts a couple a couple seconds when people yeah. read it and look at it. It lasts a couple seconds, but when someone sends a card to someone and they open it and read it, that thing hangs around for a couple weeks. And so that's what we're about. We're about those kind of connections lasting longer and having a greater depth. See,
0: and that's that's why I, you know I really wanted to have you on is because that fits what we do. Exactly. It's all about being memorable and staying in front of your clients. And we're always trying to add value to our clients and our listeners on finding any way to do that. You know, obviously we're a little bit biased in in the chocolate arena, but it, you've got to have more than just that. And you've got to be able to have other ways to stay in front of people. And I personally, um, through cards have literally built my career, um, through the birthdays and the, and I know we'll talk a little bit more about that because I, I think you've probably got better modalities than I even do um, being in that industry. But um, really, I, I've always said, I think cards are kind of a secret to at least a six figure income. If you're in sales, like if you're not doing it and you're not where you want to be income wise, like one of the missing ingredients is probably using cards. Like that, that was one of the big things throughout my career that kind of helped me get over that pinnacle.
1: That's it. Yeah. Uh, cards have that physical touch, which mm-hmm. is what everybody secretly deep down inside want. They want a physical touch. Well, and
0: I think about it right now, I've got two cards sitting on my desk that are older than old. <laughs> and then down on, my, down on my fridge at my house… My wife is always leaving out cards and I'm always having to say, hey, that's like a year old now. Can we throw that in the trash? (laughs) Like That was last year's Christmas card. Can we get rid of that? (laughs) Exactly. Um, Well, I've got some questions for you, so we'll jump right into it. Um, Why should people be sending cards right now? And that can apply into business as well. But maybe what are some reasons if someone's like okay I get it but maybe I don't get it why should they be sending cards other than maybe the the stickiness of it of it staying around is there other reasons why people should be doing it
1: Yeah I think there's a lot of reasons I mean look at yourself anybody that's listening to this podcast right now look at how much you value people that mm-hmm. value you Yep you see what I mean? When they're when they when they're interested in you, you find them interesting. You really just inherently do. You go, boy, oh, Ty's here an interesting guy to talk to. But really what Ty's good at is finding out about you and touching Correct. you and making you feel valuable. And so if you want to be that kind of person, that remarkable person is what I like to call. Then you're the kind of person that adds value to your relationships and your connections and sending a card to someone, you guys. Seriously, do not underestimate what he just said. I have cards, like he just said, I have cards that have been hanging around for months and even a year. Yep, That is so powerful.
0: Well, what if you, I even think about right now we're in the value added stage. God, there's so many things you could do. Like I'm even thinking like if you sent a card about your podcast, if you sent a card of something that added value. Um, like, you know, I try to share value, you could send a card constantly similar to like recording a podcast, I could do a card about the top five ways of why to send a card and how, how to send a card like there's just so many ways. It's just another way to engage that like you said, that would linger around. And then if there's value in it. Yeah, I, who knows? I mean, I, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff there. And uh tell me if I'm wrong, but it is something it's more thoughtful, don't you think? Like, mm-hmm. Then, you know, it takes a second, like you said, a text or an email or something like that. But there's something about someone having to take the time to do a card, regardless how they do it, that's more thoughtful than some of the other formats of connecting.
1: That's exactly right. Um, Being thoughtful, being that kind of person who just likes to stand out uh from the competition i mean i'm, I'm going to speak to your audience because i'm, I'm going to guess yes. a lot of them are in business right
0: yep business sales marketing um yeah they you know business owners
1: okay well here's something you need to know you can look this up at the harvard business review because they did a study and they found out that response rates for mail are nearly 800 percent better than email when contacting wow. your customers. <laughs> wow. That's insane. 800%. And by the way, 490% better when contacting people that are not your customers. So you've got to really kind of look at that and go, I got to pay attention to this because it's, it used to, you used to think of mail years ago as kind of like, Oh, another piece of mail. Well, now all of our communication is digital, right? I mean, it's so, so it's digital. It. Yeah. So when you get a card in the mail, you stand out. They're like, what? And here's something I got to share with you, Ty, that'll blow your mind. Cause I, when I read it, I had to read it twice. It says, and this is from Sappy. This is a a research firm among, among 18 to 24 year olds, 69% say they prefer print and paper communications to read than reading off the screen.
0: Wow. (laughs) And I, that is surprising (laughs) because of the way we operate now. Yeah. But it's, it is, it's different. It's different, meaning that, you know, male is becoming more unique. Everybody has jumped on that digital bandwagon, which I'm one of them. Don't get me wrong. But it's also when you start thinking about, like you said, how can I be remarkable and how can I be memorable? Well, the way to do that is actually really simple. Figure out what nobody else is doing and do, do that. Like that's, what's going to make it stand out. Even if it's a bad idea. It's still, do so, you know, do something different. Like, yeah. you can't just say, oh, everybody around me is doing this. I'm going to start doing it because it's just going to get lost in the shuffle.
1: Yeah. NBC News says that the average home receives a card or a letter listed to this once every seven weeks. Wow. That's, <laughs> now,
0: that statistic is a little bit surprising to me. Yeah. I, I thought it would be more than
1: that. Um, yep. But that is exactly doing what you said. You're doing something different than nobody else is doing, and so yeah. that you stand out. Hey, even Jimmy Fallon sends thank you notes.
0: That's, no, that's, that's right. And you know what? There is something that's even unique about that. When I first, you know, when he started becoming mainstream, I know he was late, late night or whatever, but that was something that stuck out, and that was a little bit comical about it, is because he was sitting there, you know, joking around, <laughs> acting like he was handwriting them out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and people really look forward to that segment yeah, of the show. They I love
0: it. I love that segment. Yeah. Cuz it is yeah. comical thinking that someone someone could be receiving that in the mail, you know. Exactly. And he so you should really yeah. send those and see their reaction. But... You really
1: should. That like you can send that's it's so fun. You could do so many things in a card and be creative and you can edit and you can think about it and then send it off and it really is legit. It's like, wow, I can't believe Ty sent that to me. That yeah. is so Fan. Yeah.
0: And it's also not a thing of like, what should I do and what should I not do? This is another arrow in your quiver. Like you, you have to be doing this or you're just missing out on a whole other Avenue to touch your clients. I mean, people go out and I, I that's where I've seen people really struggle in sales is when they visit, 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 call, 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 email, email, email. And then they're like, what do I do now? Like mm-hmm. they've said no to me so many times. Well, you got to mix it up, like figure out other ways to connect and start being original. Use cards, use, you know, come up with your own podcast, come up with something original and just mix it up and continue to try to connect until you find something that connects. That's good. But doing the same thing over and over and over. That's why I think a lot of salespeople quit because they're like, well, I can't walk in there again. Like he's told me no, like 10 times. (laughs) Well, right. You can't. That's the definition of an insanity. You can't keep on doing the same thing over and over, and you're just bugging the crap out of them.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, by the way, later on in this segment, I don't let me forget to tell you a way yeah. to solve that problem. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. We'll definitely. And I think I've kind of we've kind of answered my next question, which was, you know, how relevant are cards currently? Would you say, though, that they need, based on the people that you work with, would you say they need to be more relevant than what they are? Obviously, if people are sending only one or receiving one in every
1: seven weeks, they should be more relevant than what they are currently, right? Right, right. I mean, I, I have I'm, – I'm totally on board with what you were saying earlier, and that is when you add all these touch points and you add a card, a physical piece in the mail to them, you have pretty much – wrapped it up as good as you can do it like you got the phone call like you said you got the email you got the text you got the stop by if you can in these weird times yep and then you throw in a card you have nailed all their senses yes yeah and and i say this to people i say you know if they're meant to be god you'll get them if they're not then you just you just need to move on you know yep
0: and it's, it's not an invasive way of connecting with them either. It's a very soft touch that, like you said, will linger around. So it's powerful that way.
1: Good point. And by the way, too, this is something pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, on, uh, as far as opening the rates, 98% of consumers bring in their mail the day that it's delivered. So mm. that's pretty high. That's from the U.S. Post Office. So Yeah,
0: that's a good point.
1: Yeah. So they're going to bring it in that day. It may not be the second it arrives, but it'll come in. And what they love about it is what people say about mail. They say, you know, one of the things I like about mail is that I can read it when I want to, when I'm in the right frame of mind, instead of I'm working, I'm working. All of a sudden I get ping, you know, and I get this email and that phone call and you're trying to do something else that is kind of almost annoying at times. But when you read mail, you, it's like you walked into the store And you're ready to buy you are reading the mail when you're ready to read the mail. So it has a really powerful um, experience from that point of view.
0: Before I forget this and tell me if you're going to cover this later on. But one thing that I that I learned early on in my sales career that worked really well is when I couldn't get an appointment or I couldn't get in front of somebody, I would actually send them mail stating that I will be coming by at this time, or I will be calling it this time. And let's just say they haven't talked to me at all. They don't respond. They don't do anything. I would send uh, something in the mail, whether it be a card or even a letter that states, I will be by at this time to discuss the following things on how I can add value to you. Is, is that something that you've used or
1: Oh, man. I mean, yeah. see you. You get it. That That is such a brilliant. It's like the pre approach before the approach. Yeah. And then you have a post approach. And so that is such a smart thing to do. I have a client uh, Listen to this story. This is a pretty fun yeah. story. He uh, had a trade show coming up. And so mm-hmm. he did this. He did uh, a free trade show card with his picture and uh, his company logo and a really brief, like uh, actually here's what he did too. He said, and here's a, here's our booth number. Bring this card with you. and We're going to give you a gift. That's awesome. (laughs) Right. So he, he sends this card with his booth number, his picture, his company logo, all these, all these soft impressions are happening to his recipients. Right. So they go to the show. Then he has two more cards go out after show. Right. that show generated for him $2.8 million in business. Wow! Three cards and it went to 600 people. So that was huge and a huge return.
0: No, that's, that's a perfect example. And there, you know, we could probably go on all day about different, you know, different ideas and things. It's like, if you're not doing something, just start like somewhere, you know, Mm -hmm. like just start doing something. Um, One other thing I was going to share and you you may use this quote, uh, with, with other things. But that story you just told makes me think of the saying, um, business goes where it's wanted and it stays where it's appreciated. Hmm. And, And it's funny that, yeah, a lot of people just don't show enough that they want the business. Like they literally don't. Sometimes people are actually too cool for the business or too prideful for the business. Um, and then on top of that, uh, people don't show enough appreciation once, once they've got it, you know? Yep. I just don't think you can ever show too much appreciation. Oh,
1: yeah. Speaking of uh, appreciation, here's another great stat. Yeah. Retention rates with your customers are 50% better among customers who receive a thank you note. Yeah. 50% better retention. I'll buy buy that. I'll go for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. That's huge. So with that in mind, and I think we've kind of built that value of it, what what are some ideas or what are some ways that you're seeing businesses or people in that business setting using cards? Like obviously birthdays is one, but what are some other, I know you've shared some other stories as well, but is there any other um, examples you could give of how businesses are, should be, or are currently using them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll just tell you a couple more quick stories then. Um, Yeah. So I, and you you know a friend of ours together, his name is dan Polson he 's got a construction company okay and he 's got a couple companies by the yeah. way, but uh, several actually but what one was his construction company and so you know when you 're doing construction i this is no offense to Dan in fact, this is a compliment, but in construction a lot of times it is one bid looks a lot like the other bid you know what mm-hmm. I mean they have the same number they spec out the job, same number yep. of materials same number of Days, same number of whatever, but whatever. Yeah. And so, what helps you stand out from your competition? If you're basically you got two people or three or four all kind of competing for the the business, and everybody's kind of looking like the same as far as the numbers are concerned, right? How do you get it? Well, Dan did something that his competition didn't do, Dan, Dan Paulson. Yeah. And so he sent a thank you card to the, to the contractor and said, Hey, uh, I just want to say, I really appreciate you considering me in your bid process. That really meant a lot to me. And I, I just want you to know that if you were to choose me, I would give you everything I got and so on. Anyway, Dan got the job. He got that. You got it. Not only to get the job, he got a million dollar contract and, and he asked him, he said, well, you know, why, why would you, why did you go with me? I'm just curious. He says, well, you're you're the only one who sent me a thank you card. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: get it. It is that thing of like business goes where it's wanted. I mean, yeah, that's, it's just going that, that extra mile and, and doing that and what, yeah, what is it? And there's a lot of industries like that. I, you know, a lot of my clients are in the insurance industry, mortgage and real estate. And it's, it's a similar thing of, You know, a a mortgage in a certain sense is a mortgage and insurance can be insurance and they're just, you know, numbers. And I get the whole service and different things, but it is what are how bad do you want the business? And does the client know that?
1: You know, I tell people all the time when I speak and do workshops, I said, Mm you know, if you're insurance, if you're an insurance or mortgage or real estate, financial Mm -hmm. planning, you live and die by referrals. Is that not true? Truth. Okay, you've got to be referred by your outside your circle. And so how why would people refer you unless you were remarkable? Unless you were worth remarking about. I'm going to break that down. Unless, yep. unless you are a person that's worth making a remark about, you're not going to get the referral. Correct. How do you get how do you stay top of mind? And so you have to ask yourself, what are the clever, unique things I'm doing that makes me top of mind stand out and worth remarking about? Don't look. don't overlook that phrase being remarkable. So I like that. That's what. Yeah. So, you know, every good real estate agent, mortgage broker, insurance, uh, on and on, they have referrals that come into them on a regular basis. And it's not because of the one thing they do. It's all the little things they do that people go, you know what? I like her. I yep. like working with her. She's fun. She's clever. She gives me good ideas. She thinks of me. She values me. Yep. This is one of the ways you do it. Yep.
0: No, that's, that's a great point. It is all the little things that people don't even realize. And then afterwards they're like, wow, I, re- I really like that person. I like how they've stayed in touch with me. I like how they communicate. I like, you know, again, it's just showing that, that interest and going that extra step to stay in touch and, And do that stuff. Um, What about the flip side? Is there anything? So real quick, before I jump into that, maybe give me give me some occasions, because again, I think it's most people think it's common sense. Like, oh, yeah, it's a birthday. But maybe give me some of your ideas of like, when are some occasions that people aren't thinking about that they should be doing something like sending a card?
1: Hey, great question. Okay, so obviously the laydowns were birthdays and thank yous. We mm-hmm. all know that; those are easy, right? Yep. Okay, so have you ever seen on LinkedIn someone's uh, one-year anniversary yes. at the job? Yep. Okay, so there you go. Happy anniversary oh, or yeah. congratulations? Yeah. Yep. Or mm-hmm. LinkedIn, uh, I was so and so was just promoted, promoted to a new position. Right. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That's another opportunity to send you yep. a card and congratulations. Yeah. Here's a great one. Here's a great one. And you should you should be doing this on a regular basis to your customers. Yes. that's throwing a tip at them. Okay. So we have cards on Pixie. We have thousands and thousands of templates that are ready to go. Yep. All of our cards, all of our cards tie, are blank on the inside. Every one of them. So you can say what you want to say yep. on the inside. You can drop in a photo, you can drop in a recipe, you could drop in a map a picture i mean it doesn't matter they're blank inside drag and drop type your message send it off so be thinking about what are some cool tips that you could be sharing with your audience and the cooler the tip i promise you the longer the card will stick around the longer the card sticks around the longer you stick around so tips ideas did you know things like that are really big too
0: God that see, and that just gets my marketing mind like spinning. Like I think about some of my clients and we probably maybe have a, a mutual contact. I I was just thinking about cause I was um meeting with him a few weeks ago, but he's known um for barbecue in his industry. So he tries to put out videos and yeah. he, um I just got thinking, I'm like, yeah, that would be like for him, that would be awesome to send a recipe or or a way to do a certain barbecue that he does or there's just yeah there's so many things i for me, some of the things that stand out are like even if you wanted to get a little bit more personal, and to me i my concept is my concept has always been friends don't quit on friends, so if you have clients mm-hmm. and they ever were to leave you, it just means you weren't really friends, or the relationship just wasn't that tight, regardless the business deal you know um, oh yeah, but like uh wedding anniversaries and kids their kids' birthdays and just stuff that's a little bit more personal that nobody else is recognizing um, yep. would especially go a long way of like, oh, man, like what? He remembers my kid's birthday. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I don't even remember telling him that or like a wedding anniversary. Like one yep. thing that I, I don't have the capability to do right now, but that I want to implement is for my clients. I want to be able to give them a bailout like on their anniversary, send them a box of chocolates mm-hmm. as a gift. And say, Mm -hmm. hey, just in case you forgot, (laughs) you know, and have them show up a few days before and at least like, hey, you got a box of chocolates at least, you know, but there's so many ideas on that. Um, What other what about industries like I've got a question around that I wanted to ask examples of how your clients succeeding with cards? What are maybe some industries that you've seen that, um, you know, for me, I could give people a million ideas on how to use chocolates in the insurance industry because we do a lot of that. What are some other industries that you've seen with cards succeed? Um, I know you mentioned construction. Is there any other uh, client examples that you're kind of saying, "Hey, if you're doing this or you're in this industry, here's some ideas," or or you need to be using cards for the
1: you know this or that reason? Yeah, I mean, big time for real estate mm-hmm. and insurance and mortgage. It's uh, they share tips and ideas for the home, so oh, they're yeah. giving. Yeah, so they're giving gardening tips, mm. recipe tips, travel tips, restaurant tips, uh, the upcoming schedule of the local universities, football schedule. I mean, oh, they're just yeah. giving oh, man. things to do over the holidays. Uh, there's just all kinds of ways where you you become this uh, sh- this. Uh, I don't know how to say it. You you just become this conduit of great information. They look to you. They're like, man, this guy, he doesn't look at this. This doesn't say anything about his business this time. He's just giving me a really good tip and a good idea, right? So – I've got a, I've got a friend, uh, he's a, he's a mortgage broker, right? And yeah. so he sent, he sends out these cards and in the end, in the end, he, he does say, uh, the best kind of compliment I've known you for this phrase is a referral, right? It's a, yes. it's a little yeah. phrase he throws at the end, which is people, a lot of people use it and it's cause it's, it's true. So, uh, this last run, he sends out these cards, by the way, his, his clientele, uh, I won't say his name cause I don't, I don't think, uh, that's Probably appropriate unless I, I got permission, but I'll just tell you his story. So he's a mortgage broker, he does this tip, he says the phrase 200, 250 maybe was his clientele list. Mm-hmm. The next month, he made twenty thousand dollars in commissions. Wow, yeah, and guess how he got them? Referrals, yeah. So he sent these cards to his existing customers. Those customers said, Oh my gosh, what a cool guy! and they tell a sister in law or a cousin or a co worker. He gets a phone call, puts together puts together the numbers, closes the deal, twenty thousand in commissions that that next month. So, and he was like loving it, yeah. And of course, he uses he sends cards with Pixingo all the time. I'm even wondering too what i
0: What I've always done is I've even included. I almost wonder if you could do a tear out or just your information on that card of just hey, pass this along to somebody else that that could benefit as much as you did from my product or something like that or uh, sure. Sending the business cards. <laughs> so they had like a few business cards, just some way of having, giving them something tangible to also share of like, Hey, ha-, you know, if you know, three people that could benefit from saving $200 a month on their mortgage, like you did, you know, send them yeah. my way or whatever. But, um, yeah. obviously a lot of examples there what uh what else do you do so getting outside of even the the card sphere and obviously at the end of this I'll make sure everybody's got your information so they can engage with you in in different formats and get more information um but what what other things do you see that people should be doing to be memorable or ways that you've said hey through my career this has been something instrumental that I've done
1: mhm so uh I'll just kind of give you maybe like four four things this these are these have nothing to do with sending cards yeah. is that okay is yeah. It just, oh yeah is no just, that, and just,
0: that's what i want something maybe out of that spectrum that are maybe some yeah. other tidbits um, that would help people out
1: so i use the phrase re- be remarkable i try and think about that all the time like what made me remarkable today it's yes. a it's a question i like to ask myself it's a phrase i heard a while ago and i really really like it because when you break down remarkable you know it's about making a a remark about something or something. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay. So here are four things I want to tell everybody listening. These are great golden nuggets to help you become more remarkable. Number one, don't wait. Every great leader is a person who takes action. So Love stop being the person who keeps overthinking it, yep. overthinking it waiting for the right moment, right the right time, right amount of money, whatever, enough knowledge, stop it. Just keep moving and make a decision and move forward, make some mistakes, you'll be fine. Yep. Number two, add value to everyone you meet. Try and add value. Think of them as... Uh, a cup that's currently half full and you want to top it off that's your goal when you meet people you want to add value you can do that through a number of ways we've talked about some ways already but simply being the encouraging person that you can be makes you more remarkable and makes you add value you want to add value to the people that you meet okay number three uh here's a great question if you are in uh in your um whatever business you're in, ask this question. Would I recommend my product or service if I had no compensation? Mm. Think about that. Yeah. Because I'll tell you something. If the answer is no, you're not going to be there very long. And if you're not going to be there very long, go find something else. Then if you're not going to be great at what you're doing and you don't believe in it a hundred percent, meaning that you somehow some way don't use it on a regular basis, then you probably need to find something else because you'll never ever really have longevity Or reach the potential that you're capable of until you find that something that you are passionate about with or without the compensation. Okay? Mm, Good point, yeah. The last thing I would say is find ways to be happy as much as possible. Be a happy person. When you're happy, all kinds of things start to happen in your favor. If you are not a happy person, then you will struggle. So you've got to figure out what things you can do on a regular basis to keep you at the top of your happiness level. And so there's a great book called The Happiness Advantage all this, by Sean Anker. I read that years ago. Okay. I've, I've met Sean. I've gone to his uh, events and, and heard him speak. He's fantastic. Cool. But it's really good information. But if you if you're a person who kind of struggles with staying happy, like you're kind of an up and down person. Now yep. I, get, I get. Hey, we all have bad days. Yeah. I don't know if you do, Ty, because you always seem happy. To yeah. Me. Who
0: knows? I mean, I don't have any struggles. I have no.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> have no clue what I'm talking about. Sorry. Hey, hey, yeah. But anyway, got
0: challenges in 2020, right? Okay. No one's oblivious right. to challenges in 2020. <laughs>
1: Okay. Okay. So you have to make a plan. You've got to think about what I eat, how I exercise, what I read, what I listen to, what things I need to let go of so that you are happy as much as possible. And when you don't feel happy, you know, okay, I need to do a couple of these things right now to get out of this funk. And I'll just tell you one right now. And, and this may sound too simplified, but I, I'll tell you, I'll bet anybody on the planet, a thousand dollars that this does not work. Yeah. You can try it, and you tell me, no, that didn't work. Okay, <laughs> I'll pay you a thousand bucks. Here's the thing: if you want to make yourself happy, go make someone else happy. That's yeah. it. Yep. You you let go of yourself, focus on someone else, help them be happy. You will increase your level of happiness multiple th- multiple levels. And so, those are some things I want to think about and help you become more remarkable. Because when That's you are awesome. happy, people do remark about you.
0: And I will say not to get off on a tangent and I'll kind of end on this, but I do think that's a challenge that we have nowadays As I think we've gotten too far away from happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, you know, through certain generations and I, I kind of felt for some reason through my life that it's almost like you had to be disciplined and you had to learn to do stuff that you didn't necessarily like to do. And now I'm kind of on the flip side of saying, you know what? We need to do more of what makes us happy. Just to your point exactly, if we're going to live up to our full potential, we've got to be happy. So in order to be happy, we've got to do more of what makes us happy. And I get it doesn't mean that we live in la-la land and, you know, jump around and, you know, eat lollipops all day. I get we have challenges, Mm -hmm. but if we just focus on doing more of what makes us happy, and then exactly to your point that you just made, if you're not doing what's happy, then, then we need to make some shifts. Like we, we just, yeah, we've got to get happy um, regardless of the money, regardless of the stature, regardless of the image. Um, We just got to focus on get more happy. And like you said, going back to that of what else can we do to help others be happy? And I think in the end you do that, I think business follows for the most part.
1: Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree.
0: Well, man, I appreciate your time so much. Um, That actually worked out really well. I think we got a lot of information in, In a good amount of time. Um, and we'll continue to talk and hopefully we can come up with some other subjects to be able to add value. But I I do really appreciate your time today, Brian.
1: Hey, it's my pleasure, and I want to offer all of your listeners that if they want to send one card to anyone, yes, anywhere in the US for free, okay, go to go to pixingo.com slash free. Pixingo P-I-X-I-N-G-O dot com slash free. And no strings attached. It won't ask you for a credit card. You can just go ahead and pick a template, type in the recipient's uh, address, and send it away. And do that little thing that we were just talking about. You'll you'll make someone else happy, and then you'll in turn make yourself a little bit happier too.
0: And don't, like you said, don't wait. Go do it. If you're not sending cards or you are sending cards, you just got a free card. Literally stop listening to this. We're done talking, (laughs) go, go send a card, do something different, take initiative, go do it, start doing it. It'll make all the difference. Fantastic.